Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
Bishop Dag Howard Mills to the stage, heavily anointed. My Reverend, your Reverend, Reverend Kwame Wusudeko. Therefore, we come before you. And Lord, you work your supernatural things through your word. It is through your word that we have our liberty. It is through your word that we have our freedom. It is through your word that we have life and have abundant life. It is through your word that we have our comfort. 
is to through your word that we we have rebuke in the name of Jesus. We bless you because your word says that all scripture is given by the inspiration of you and is profitable for correction, for doctrine, for reproof. So that a man, man, men of man, a man and woman will be thoroughly furnished unto all good things. This is what we need. That Lord, you will page us, page us the undesirable things around us in our hearts. In the name of Jesus. We bless you, O oh God. We honor you in Jesus' name. And let the saints say, Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Indeed, nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. I think it was very great moderation. Hallelujah. Why don't you put your hands together? And this morning, Bishop was encouraging us to still give the younger ones opportunity. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And therefore, today, and that, that is why the meeting we had last week was fantastic. Was I believe so. Hallelujah. So I went to the chapel. I saw that the young ones, they were not there. But are they here? Okay. But at least I have seen that Julia is at the back, you know, trying to do what she said she would do. Hallelujah. Amen. So those who said they will sing, they should join the choir. Those who said they want to be part of the media, the technical team, they should make sure they are always talking to Kofi. Those who said they want to be, did anyone say they want to be an usher? We didn't get anyone for ushering, right? What about the other ministries? What about help ministry? Help ministry? Okay. Yeah. We need a dedicated person for photography. Hallelujah. Your work is that you take pictures. You take nice pictures. You take fantastic pictures and put the people of God in the Facebook. Hallelujah. That is why you don't have to sleep because if you sleep, I will let the person take you a picture and everyone who is following you through the Facebook will see that when you come to church, you sleep. But it will not happen to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We've been talking about church growth. Can I come down? Church growth for the past few Sundays. And I believe it has been a great blessing. Hallelujah. Is it a great blessing to talk about church growth? Once the church is growing, you and I will also be growing. Hallelujah. My dear sister, happy belated happy birthday. Amen. Did you have any party yesterday? <laughs> I'm sure you are not turning to see who is Reverend talking to. It's you, Rosie. Hallelujah. Amen. So, we've talked about so many things. Are you with me? why the church is important we give all the points then we move on to talk about the principle of maximizing the sunday usage and we have concluded that the church god has chosen the sabbath our sabbath is sunday and he has chosen the sabbath to do 
everything. Hallelujah. So in this church, Sunday is the day that we do everything that we have to do. Are you with me? So we need to maximize it. Are you with me, please? Then last week, we talked about the, another principle, the art of welding the rod and the staff from Church Growth Book, Chapter 7. Church Growth Book, Chapter 7. Hallelujah. So, we learned so many things. We used some, some 23 verses 1 and two, the Lord is my shepherd. And then because of that, I shall not want. You know, I believe last week God revealed so many things to us Amen. as a church. Yes. Hallelujah. Because if the Lord is your, our shepherd, then this welding of the rod and the staff, it works in the relationship between a shepherd and a sheep. Hallelujah. Where in a relationship you have, a, in, or in any relationship that you have a leader and somebody following the leader. Hallelujah. So you see that many of us, we are leaders. In fact, it, it applies to all of us in this church because the first relationship you have in your life is your relationship with God. The first question you have to ask is, God my shepherd? If God is my shepherd, then this rod and the staff as Cindy was giving the summary, it applies to all of us. Hallelujah. Amen. There are times that God will use it to punish us. Is that true? There are times that God will use it to comfort us. The sheep that does not align himself or itself to the shepherd, the shepherd uses the rod to bring the sheep in the right place. In fact, it, was, it is one of the points, but we couldn't get there. Hallelujah. So in our homes, we need to apply everything that we are learning in the church in our homes. Hallelujah. Ask yourself, do you have a leader at home? Are you leading yourself? Is someone helping you to lead yourself? Lydia, are you leading yourself? Are you leading the children well? And many of us, we fall short. And that's what I was trying to draw our attention. Hallelujah. We don't use a well-balanced way to lead the children. We use, sometimes we use only the, the staff. We don't use the rod. Many parents find it difficult to straighten their children in the name of love. Hallelujah. Am I saying it right here? And therefore, we need to, you know, that is the first point. The next point that we talked about, you know, in the art of welding the rod. Hmm. Point number two. That is the way making one. Beautiful. Do we write notes in this church? You see, if you listen to the flow, this morning, I was telling Pastor Nana that the bishop was, was really being hard on us. We, the, we quote unquote, the old Solomon. Old Solomon. Bishop is comparing 
<laughs> As for Bishop, he's really deep. I tell you. He's trying to analyze the new, the young Solomon and the old Solomon in First Kings. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And everything that he's saying is true. Typical example that he gave that every lay person can understand is that, Pastor understand is that how come when it comes to the secular world, even it comes to basketball, right now where is LeBron James? Do you hear LeBron James well when it comes to soccer? Because LeBron James is almost 40 years. You know, how many years? 38. Yeah, 38 years. So now you don't hear him much, you know, because Lakers are struggling to even feel him because he's always getting hurt. But about 15 years ago, when the man was very young, that was a time that he was a star. So Bishop was saying that, how come when in the sports, when they want to do well, they go for the younger ones, but in the church of God, we don't want the younger ones to lead, but rather the old people to continue to lead. That is why a time should, one, maybe one day, the time is coming where we all of us will be sitting here and LP Anita will join us here and then somebody younger will be preaching in the pulpit. And then we'll be saying, preach on. Yes. Come on now. Preach. LP Anita will be joining us. But you should us. be careful that you don't rebook as much. <laughs> you will say where you are. <laughs> what a shock. Yeah. And I always say, all these young ones are all our children. We should encourage them to take the mantle. Right. For the next 30 years, Pasanana, many of us will not be able to preach. In fact, I will be approaching 90 years. Yeah. 90 years. The pulpit will be for the people at the back. I've, um, Kezia, Joanna, Julia, Ofori. These are the young, at 30 years to their age now, they will be like us. Hallelujah. Am I saying it right here? Yeah, so we need to really write notes. Let's go back. Let's teach the younger ones that we used to write notes. I used to have notebooks. Those days, we didn't have these things. Hallelujah. Notebooks, you come with pen and paper. You write, write, write. Camp meeting notes. Apostle Joe's time, Tuesday, Sunday, Tuesday, Sunday, Tuesday. Even prayer meeting, you write notes. But now these days, people go to prayer meeting without a Bible. So let's type. And when you go to when you go to a meeting that you write notes, you don't sleep. You cannot sleep once you are writing. You are helping us to stay alert. Hallelujah. So we say point number two, way making ministry. Hallelujah. And we use Exodus chapter 14. When the people of God got to the edge of the Red Sea and they had the Red Sea an obstacle facing them. They didn't know what to do. Moses went to God and God showed them. Hallelujah. And when God showed them, the man of God came and then said 
what God gave to him to the people. But he did not leave it there. He went ahead to show them how to enter the Red Sea. And therefore, it is the responsibilities of shepherds, you know, and pastors and ministry leaders, after you have given counsel, follow up to show the sheep how, hallelujah, and the how is the way making ministry, hallelujah. Because sometimes, you know, and then when you are also a sheep and the shepherd comes back trying to show you how, make yourself available, hallelujah. Once you have received counsel, you need to know how to do, implement it. That's why you find out that many people have knowledge, but they don't have the product of the knowledge. Yeah. You have the knowledge. You know what you want to do. But the how. The, the one of the verses I love in the Christians is that the man knows, number one, he wasn't a lazy person. He knows where he was going. But how to enter the city, he didn't know. He did not sleep. He got up to go and got there. But when he got there, how to enter, he didn't know. Hallelujah. Therefore, the know-how, which is really important. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So we said so many things about way making ministry. I want to add this particular point, point number six. I mean, point number three in our church, but in the book is point number six. It says that the rod and the rod and staff are used in correcting people. Correction. Let's add this one and then I'll move on to the new. There are so many points for this particular part of the message, but maybe one day we will continue. Would it be a good idea to have a retreat? I think so. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter four, verse twenty-one, please. First Corinthians. Bishop said, we must learn to weld the rod and the staff as tools to correct people. Some people do not like it when the pastor points out evil and corrects them. That is what he thinks. Especially when you don't have much authority. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And authority is something that you have to earn. Yeah? Even parenting, it gets to a point sometimes you lose the authority. Especially when they get out of your covering. Hallelujah. But once they are in your covering, you always have the authority. Hallelujah. So, it's, but it is something that the enemy is using to rob us. Because if you have sheep-shepherd relationship, like our relationship with God, God must and should 
always correct us through his word, through his pastors. So this verse says that, what will ye, shall I come? First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 21. Pastor Nana, please. First uh-huh. Corinthians 4, 21. What will ye, shall I come unto you with a rod, mm-hmm. or in love, mm-hmm. and in the spirit of meekness? Which one do you want? Another verse. Give us another version. Let's see. Shall I come to you with a rod or in love? What do you what do you desire? Shall I come to you with a rod or with love and a spirit of gentleness? Yeah. We are in era where many people are, do not want any correction to be done in their life. Especially in this part of the world. Hallelujah. Where, you know, obviously, all of us are adults. Obviously, all of of us are blessed by the, I mean, by every standard. Hallelujah. You know, so you can see that it's becoming difficult every day in the church of God for people to do what they want to do. That is why somebody can feel comfortable and say that I, I'm, I'm still in the church. And even though I'm married, I'm going to marry again and have a second wife. Hey, what a shock. Are you with me, please? Oh, yes. Recently, I was telling you, I was telling some, the person said, I know the church, the pastor, they are, you know, he was chatting on the phone with the other person. You know, he didn't know that everything was recorded or something like that. And then he was saying that in the church, not our church, right? In that church, he knows that the pastors are, you know, how do you call it? They are high level or highly educated or they are very deep in the word. So when he says that he's going to marry the second one, they will cancel the the he will cancel the first wife to come out of the marriage because if your wife, based on that, then he will get opportunity to marry her, the second one. Yeah. And this is the person, when I was talking to the person, I said, I can't, I don't want to now, the point I have got into, even if I make a mistake, this person will disrespect me. And I don't want the person to do so. How can, when, how, in these days, like a pastor cannot even come into your life. Look at David, the way he was. As powerful as he was. David was one of the most successful kings. Hallelujah. Till now. Even his son couldn't do what he did, David, he did. And yet he availed himself for his pastor to come into his life to tell him that what you have done, it is wrong. And guess what? David was on the way to on his way to death because already God had sentenced him. Are you with me, please? Until the pastor came. I'm sure the pastor loved David so much and came and said that this and that and that. And then David said, the person that's not desire, I mean, I mean, deserve to live. He said, it is you. He said, I have repented. I've sinned against God. 
And he said, then right there when he said that, that is why accepting, you know, how, who can, like for instance, this, this example that I'm giving, would the person say that I have made a mistake and therefore I will not marry a second wife? That you want to marry a second wife and still come to church comfortably and sit in the church. You don't want anybody to say anything to you. Remember me? Are you not surprised? Even in the world, how many unbelievers, apart from other religions that we know that they can do that, how many people can even feel comfortable? And said, I want to marry to one in back home, one in America. And then I asked myself, God, what can make people move to that level is that I have arrived. I'm rich. And I asked myself, what do we have even in life? Is it the vehicles that we drive? Is it the homes that we have? Is it the job that we have? And if we have a job, how much do we earn? Do we earn 400000 a year? Do we earn 500000 a year? Is that we can move. Personally, you can move to this level that no one can reach us. And we should be comfortable with you. And smile. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? The pastor will make a mistake to try to say something. Why are you judging me? Why are you judging me? Why are you judging me? I'm not judging you. I'm just pointing the word of God that it is not the right thing to do. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 6. Look. I think that after you've stayed in the church, you've stayed in the church for some time, and you have a relationship with your pastor, and your pastor has not even rebuked you, I don't think it's a good relationship. Oh, yes. And this is, we are afraid to do that, because if we do that, we are not careful. The next time we hear, you have gone to Bronx North. And I don't want you to go to Bronx North. Or I don't want you to go to Queens. I want you to stay here. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And therefore, we are just handicapped. We can't do, we can't say what we want to say. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, it's really detriment to even the sheep. Look at the verse. Look at the verse. For whom the Lord loveth, he does what? Give us the amplified. AMPC, please. Amplified. This is not today's message. It's just another, you know, part of last week's one. I just picked the point, one point. I said, for the Lord corrects and disciplines everyone whom he does what? He, he does what? And then he does what? 
Is God using the word punishes? Wow. How come everything should be fine, fine, fine all the time? How come? If being, uh huh? Every son whom he accepts and welcomes to his heart, and yeah, that means you are dear. You are dear to him. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And therefore, I want to encourage all the shepherds here. I want to encourage some of them. There are certain things that if the shepherds must rather rise up and rather rebuke the, the people of God, Say that this one, it is not appropriate. Don't do it in the church. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. In KLC Manhattan, we don't accept second wives' relationships. We do not accept it. Oh, Lycos. Pasana. I said, I said, Lycos. Lycos. Sorry. Yeah. Lycos International Church. L I C Manhattan. We do not accept second wife relationships. No, we do not. We do not. We do not. If you do that and your wife comes to me, I'll ask only one question. Do you want to share with somebody? Yes or no? Share. <laughs> no, Pasana, it's, it's sad, though. It's sad. And God looks at that. And many of us, when we were back home, because many of us, have, we have become from here, right? When we are back home, very humble, very cool, some of the relationships that we have, we had it back home. Everything was fine. Until just we are, we, we are until we came here. And then we moved. Even, look, I want to say that when God, that is why this is, I've come to understand that God is always reluctant to release certain level of blessings to us because the way when we get the money, the way we behave. Oh, Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Just small money, Pastor Nana. Just a, having a nice car, a nice house, and just going, eating what you want and everything. But those days, you don't know, you didn't know what to eat. You were struggling to eat and all those things. You found out that you were very humble. Yeah. Oh, yes. And sometimes we get this false feed from back home because we support people back home. When you go back home, they treat you like a king or like a queen. And when you, it, it, you know, yeah, it affects us. It affects us. You are not even awake and they are knocking your door. What will you eat? Do you want to eat now? The food is getting cold. Oh, please come. How many people that you wake up here, somebody will come and knock your door. Did you wake up? Somebody, did somebody come to knock your door? Down? What will you eat? You just came back from Ghana. Wedding day, just knocking your door, ask you, what will you eat, my dear daughter? <laughs> yeah. 
And any time that they are doing that to you, let the word of God, that says that when God blesses you, if especially when you have your older siblings doing that to you, let the word of God, that says that he will cause your siblings to serve you. It is a blessing. And then therefore you thank God for that. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That is one of the blessings that I think Jacob, Isaac gave to Jacob. One of them. Yeah. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It shouldn't rather lift us to a level that no one can reach us. That is why I said last week, anytime you enter into a serious relationship, one common question, when we are having a difficulty and we are not coming into an agreement, is there any person in your life that can come to just settle the issue for us? If the person cannot give you anyone, don't marry the person. It's simple. It's simple. Nobody can reach the person. Can you see why we should have a retreat? Because if we had a retreat at this point, I would give people opportunity to ask questions. By Sunday service. The next one, church growth. The principle of smaller subdivisions. Smaller subdivisions. See, one of the sad things about what I'm talking about is when you also, because people like, people like what I'm talking about, those saying, I want to have a second one, because you, they go on a certain path from home, you know, in a way of pride from home, like that, like that. And the Bible says that God resists the proud, right? So, because that grace is being taken from you, you take decisions that because you can't tell me that you will marry a second wife and still be successful. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, yes. You are on the path to be destroyed or to have an end that you will not desire. You will not like to desire. No. No. Look at Solomon. Yeah? And people stand on the, that Solomon's path. Solomon had 300 concubines, 700 wives, or oh, if I have two, uh, and then you use that. Go and read first. That's the Bible says that the man was going downhill at that time. Yeah, building houses for um, and shrines and, and all those things. Somebody who had a higher wisdom. To do many things. People come and visit him and then he speaks and they give him gold and silver and everything. Mm. That is why he became very rich. At that point, all the wisdom left him. That's the old Solomon. In fact, all of us should try to listen to old, young and old Solomon. By Bishop Dark. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. You cannot. Our parents and grandparents, they did this and we saw their end. And many of them, when they were dying, they counseled us, don't do this. Some of them left the 
uh, the second, third, fourth wives and came back and concentrated on the first wife when light came into their lives. You are already in the light and you say you are moving into the darkness. It's very sad. Very sad. Pastor Nana, we have to master the courage to lift the rod if it's coming to Manhattan and say that, my brother, you cannot do this. You cannot do this. If you do this, fine. We cannot allow you to do anything in the church. Sit down. I support these principles, Reverend. Why? Why Reverend saying the why is he coming here? <laughs> John chapter fifteen. John fifteen, one to two and verse five. The principle of smaller subdivisions. The principle of smaller subdivisions. Divisions. Brethren, I want to encourage all of us to really, if we don't listen to Bishop Dag often, let's listen to his preachings. Amen. It's life changing. Amen. If God can give you a way of listening to messages and taking it from the church level and bring it to your life, we all of us will excel. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. This principle of, principle of smaller subdivisions, if you sit down carefully, analyze, you sit down. Wow, in our own lives. Hallelujah. Amen. Smaller subdivisions. I am the vine, and my father is the husband man. Verse 2, please. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it. That it may bring what? This one is even supporting the previous point. Yes. When the Father purges you, you bear more fruit. When the Father rebukes you, you bear more fruit. That is why a son and a daughter who does not receive from mommy and daddy well, normally, 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 they don't do well. Children who do well are the ones that they stick to their parents' counsel all the Amen. time. Sometimes they don't like it. Sometimes they don't agree. But somehow, they find a way to Amen. do it. Such children, they do very well. That is purging. That's purging. Amen. Daddy purges you, you bear more fruit. Mommy purges you, you bear more fruit. Yeah. Are you with me, my dear young ones here? Yeah. You bear more fruit. Verse 5. The principle of smaller subdivision. Verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. Mm-hmm. He that abided in me, mm-hmm. and I in him, the mm-hmm. same bringeth forth much fruit. Mm-hmm. For without me, you can do nothing. Wow. Hmm. I am, keep the verse. I am the vine, I am the tree, I am the trunk, I am the everything. He says that. You are the branches. He that the branches are the smaller subdivisions. Hallelujah. So God is saying that the way I want my, my church to operate is to if you look at a tree, look at the tree, every tree that you will see. In fact, there's no tree that has, has only one trunk. I mean, it has a trunk and then no branches. 
That is a natural way of looking at it. And the way to do well is ability to look at the natural way, how things are done in a natural way, and then bring anything to your life. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? That is why we say that melancholic people, normally they don't, they don't want, they want things to be in line, in line like that. But in real life, things, in real life, things are not like that. It's only when we do artificial things. Look at the pillars. Straight, 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 straight. These are all something that we did. Hallelujah. If you look at your natural body, hallelujah. I said it at that time that when you go home, just remove everything when you are taking your shower and look at yourself and see if any part of you is straight. That's what it is. That's how God created us. So we found out that melancholic people, as they are trying to make these crooked things straight, they get frustrated and they get depressed. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So God is saying that the way the church should run, my church should run, and brothers and sisters, the world, they have understood this, so they even counsel invested. They say, don't put all your eggs in what? One basket. Hallelujah. Yeah, they tell us, don't put all your eggs in one basket. It looks like Pastor Nana and Mommy and Elf, you are very, very excited. Hmm. All your basket in one. Hallelujah. Look at what happened in Turkey. Imagine your church in, we have only one church, no smaller subdivision. And that church was in one of the 85,000 apartments that were destroyed. What will happen? When COVID came, that is when you found out that this church is, I would say that it's one of the best churches in the world. Because the vision that when we started doing um, online giving, many people did not understand do you remember? I remember the camp in Orlando. They were trying to explain to us. So we were writing checks. We were giving cash. We were doing everything is fine. Now you want us to put our debit card, credit card online and give? You know, but Bishop caught something. until we didn't know until COVID came. Then we found out that as I got privy to someone, because I was those, those days a geo over nine churches, some of the churches, they came and uh, begged us because they didn't have online giving, didn't have anything. They were at home. The building sitting there is running AC, is running heating, is running electricity. I mean, lights and everything. They need to pay their bills, but they didn't have anything. If we are not meeting, then we can also not pay. I don't know if you know what I'm trying to say. So, but they begged Apostle Joel, can you please, something that we can use to pay our utility bills. Many of them couldn't come back. In fact, I met a couple recently. They were outside. Have you been to church? They said that for two months they have not been to church. Why? Say the church we are going to, every the church is finished. It's left with only the pastor after COVID. Only the pastor and the wife. Yeah. Only the pastor and the wife in the church. Because of that, they are they were also feeling uncomfortable to go. 
Everybody has left. It's in the United States here. Brethren, are you with me, please? And therefore, you can see that what Bishop is doing, the smaller subdivision, and if you bring it to our local level, the smaller subdivision, the church becomes stronger when all the ministries are working very well. That is why last week's meeting was very, very important. All ministry leaders who were there that we had these, our cherished young ones to join the ministry, please, let's follow up on them. Hallelujah. Let's encourage them. Let's really bring them closer. This, the, the strength of the church is based on the smaller subdivision. A business strength is the business ability to have smaller subdivisions. It is the reason why don't build seven-bedroom, eight-bedroom dream house. Have smaller subdivisions. Separate the eight bedrooms into four or into three. There's one, one, one. You have three children. This six-bedroom house, I can't share. Joel and Hannah cannot even fit at one place. And then Cindy will come and join. They will fight. But you have two bedrooms here, two bedrooms here, two bedrooms here. Joel, this is yours. Cindy, this is yours. Hannah, this is yours. Nobody will fight. Even if it's the same compound, nobody will fight. Are you with me, please? I'm saying this to say that probably they will not go and live there. Rather, they will find a way to rent it out. But if you put all of them together and we are not around, they will say that then this house, we can do know what to do. Let's sell it and share the money. And somebody will say that, no, 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 no. It's a property that daddy toiled for and mommy toiled for. I'm not going to sell it. This one said we have to sell them right there. As you are gone, you have created a huge issue the family. Can you see what I was saying that if we can get the wisdom and the revelation to listen to Bishop that carefully, we can see the wisdom even in our lives. We will excel at every level. Every level. Smaller subdivisions. That is why McDonald's, they, have, they are smart. These days I've seen Wawa Wow. Everywhere, wow. Everywhere, wow. Wow. I was asking somebody, is it a franchise? Can you buy a franchise in Wawa? Because they are always that water and the color thing. People buy them like crazy. You know the color thing I'm talking about. Coffee. Should I preach, Pastor Anna? Point number one. Seven benefits of smaller subdivision. Connections. Networking. Networking. Connections. Hmm. Please keep the verse there. We are connected through the smaller subdivisions. We are connected. As we are here, we are connected. Amen. We are connected. Hallelujah. Kim, we are connected. Connections. 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 We need that. 
Hallelujah. And therefore, if you are not part of any ministry, I want to use this message opportunity. Please join something. The next point, point number two, we have support as we are connected. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He, he that abideth in me and I in him, they say bringeth forth much fruit. Support. Support. The next point, point number three. Supplies. We have supplies into our lives. I was revealing, I was going through David's mother's um, memorial service next week, Sunday, the program. You know, and as I was going through the program, so wow, the first Bible reading, some ministration, um, um, biography, this, that, that saved, saved. Teachers, save teachers, save teachers, save teachers, save teachers. Why? Because David has been in this smaller subdivision for so many years. In fact, at a point I was wondering why David has chosen all the same teachers. They are doing A, B, C, everything from the beginning to the end. It's in order. Because this is the, the subdivision that he has been with all these years. All this year, therefore, they are the people that they will also even go to him. David, is there anything that you want me to do for you for your memorial service? And sometimes people say that in the church, when I was having the program, nobody came. There was a, this particular person, one of the branches that we were, you know, the person was not attending any program. The person was not doing anything. And one day, Pastor Nana, I think either the mother or something passed away. Hallelujah. And unfortunately, that day we had pastor's meeting. So we assured her that we would, I announced. It was one of the things that, in fact, after church one day, I called all the shepherds and the members, please, I want to encourage you. Let's go to this program. And yet people did not show up. Because he does not, he was not going to anybody's program. They say contribution you won't give. They say funeral donation you won't give. Baby shower you won't give. You are anything that we say in this church you won't give. And then lo and behold, everything, anything that happens to everybody here also happens to all of us. All of us many times. And then your turn. Then you want people to show up. You go and rent a place. Then, Reverend, can you announce it? As for me, I will keep on announcing, announcing. You don't hear me saying that I called even people to encourage them to go to the program. I had never done before. And yet people do not go. Are you with me? Don't exclude yourself. Just pass through. Look, nobody has time. As for, if there anybody here who has time here, You don't have it. You have to create it. Yeah. You have to create it. When God blessed us with our first child, for one year, we did not buy diapers. I remember. Here say, oh, Lycos Manhattan Branch. May God bless you. At that time, 
43rd Street. For one year, I don't know how they managed to buy stage one, stage two, sta stage one, stage two, they were the same. Haggis, you know, and then stage three, and then they gave us four, and they gave us five. For one year, for the young lady at the back, we did not buy. That's am I right? Yeah. Oh, yes. One year, no diaper. Why? I was part of the smaller subdivision as an usher. I was deep. Abby was also deep. Follow up, uh, prayer ministry. You just name them. Just name them. Everything. We were attending. I went to, um, I remember um, Sally. Either Sally's firstborn or secondborn. Queens. Reverend Flesher and Yvonne, Lady Pastor Yvonne and myself, that time LP was not available. We drove from New Jersey to Queens. Yeah. LP went to Lawrence baby, um, baby, baby naming, I think, in Queens. I don't know. Other adoring or something. Lauren Ousu. I've forgotten. Yeah. We were going to almost all the programs. If I won't go, she will go. She will go. And therefore, when our turn came, I remember some people even came home. They stayed. Auntie Felicia gave us, I think, fried fish, Golda. I've forgotten. Many people. Golda came to stay, I think, three days or something like that with us. That is the smaller subdivision. That is the support. That is the supply. How come we don't want to be part? As the person sitting by you, it looks like you may be the reason why Reverend is even preaching. <laughs> Join a ministry. Don't let me finish without making a decision. We have technical. The Technica is a, a whole company by itself. <laughs> they have videoing department. They have photography department. They have projection department. Uh, what are some of the organizations you have in your, in your, in your company? We have, we have setup. Yes. We have um, media, media. 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 You saw the announcement, right? Yes, announcement. Good. Media. The summary. You know, my dear. I can see that you can give a very good summary <laughs> after preaching. What is that? <laughs> you just take the message that the pastor has preached and then you summarize the message nice. in the short form. Doctor, what do you think what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and what can the doctor also do? The, pro the, the projection, ones. right? Pulling the young ones. Yeah. Mentor them. Yeah. 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 What ministry can we give to the, um, those that God has blessed us with? I'm excited when I see somebody like her. I see Dr. Kia and all that. Dr. Kia, I'm always talking to her. Can you mentor some of the younger ones for us? Can you? It's a blessing to have them among us. And I want us to, don't let us look at even um, 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 Dr. Sanita, yes. you know, 
you know, young people here, encourage them to take courses that when they finish, they are not going to earn 70,000, 60,000. Hey, Reverend, what are you saying? If we have traveled and we have come without, when we were growing, no orange juice, no milk, no apple juice, no, no chicken milk. drums, no chicken milk. drums, some, where, where are you going to get a chicken drum? What would, what, what would daddy eat? And by the grace of God, we are earning 70,000, we are earning 80,000, we are earning 60,000. Don't join us. Don't. Don't. If you join us, we, we have not done well. Huh. <laughs> Doctor, do you get what I'm trying to say? So you see that the younger ones, we want to provoke them to take it higher. When you finish school, the offer on the table that you are discussing, 150, 140, that is the minimum you are discussing with bonus. You ask there any bonus. Because there are certain jobs you can't ask for bonus. <laughs> like teaching, right? No <laughs> bonus. Yeah. But teaching is a good job. It's a good job. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, remember what I said that, <clears throat> I don't know if I, it's in this church, I said that somebody did accounting and had taken it to another level and the person was telling me that a company is saying that they want, they want, they interviewed him seven times. They did not take him and they just dropped everything. Then he left. He, I mean, he didn't, he got another job. He had gotten another job. And the job he's doing well. And then the company found out that he is a manager of accounting department and finance department in this company. So they want him back. Then they called him. When I interviewed with me, you did not even write back to tell me that we don't even like you. We don't want you. Nothing. You just left me. He said, I didn't enjoy that. You know, you can only talk that way when you have a job. <laughs> So, the manager took his time and wrote, please, we want you to come. Mm. We have, want to give you an offer, 300,000. Wow. Divide 300,000 by 2080. Somebody do it for me. <laughs> 300,000 by 2080. How much is it? Are you done? Why am I 20, 28? I want you to know how much a week you will earn. 300,000 divided by, who has the answer? <coughs> 2080. Yeah. Oh, 300,000. How much did you get? 10740 $300,000 a year. If you divide, or you can divide by, divide by 52. No, no, that, that 2080 gives you an R. An R. Uh -huh. If you want to know a week, divide by 52. 
300,000 divided by 52. How much? $16,000. That is how much you will earn. Every week. <laughs> yeah, it's $144 an hour. If you work eight hours a day, you get 1150 That's one week. A day, 1153 or 1154 a day. Sorry? Yeah, $144 an hour. I'm not talking about somebody who is a, a, a medical doctor. I'm not talking about somebody who is a... Even a pharmacist cannot end that. But what am I saying this? I'm saying this to say that when we have well-organized, proper, smaller subdivisions, we will get support in all these things. Because in that area, and some percentile leaders, sometimes use a shorter time to teach. And then among your members, discuss some of these things. Hallelujah. Amen. You use maybe 30 minutes our day-to-day life. How is everything? How is everything going? Have you heard about this? How is your profession? Hallelujah. Sometimes find a way to confine. Look, when somebody gets to know how much you earn, it does not mean that the person is coming for your money. Because sometimes the job will look good, but it's not good. You just need to hear from somebody to encourage you, and then you switch. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? please. Point number four. Visibility. That means you will be known. Imagine a branch. Without the trunk, without the root, nobody will see you. Why are you going to get a new trunk? Nothing. Hallelujah. That is why you find out that Point number two and three, the support and the supply. That's the reason why when you cut a branch and put it on the ground, it dies with time. Once you put it down initially, it looks like it's doing well. It's one of the wisdom that we know that the church is, the, is where it is because of the main trunk and the root that we are getting our source from. Hallelujah. Bishop died. Are you with me? The day that we say we are disconnecting ourselves and because people listen to us, people come to our prayer line, people come listen, do follow us or listen to our message, we are going to start a new branch. It's the time that that day everything will begin to dry up. It's just a matter of time. Sometimes when you are withering, when Jesus cursed the fig tree, it did not die right away. They continued their journey. And when they were coming back from Bethany, and then the disciples saw, wow, look at that thing. But when Jesus cursed it that day, they didn't see. It happened in the spiritual realm, but it took time. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The next one, identification. And the next one, number six, the power of the church is in the sub- the vision, the power. I want us to really develop our subdivisions very well. 
Hallelujah. All ministry leaders in this church should look for many people, younger people, to join the ministry. Intentionally recruit them, talk to them, encourage them. Come. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And the last one, the beauty of the church is in the smaller subdivisions. Ecclesiastes chapter one, chapter 31, verse, Ezekiel chapter 31, verse 9. Ezekiel. You know, when I was talking about even a council and mentoring, do you know that even how to fill college applications, many young high schoolers, they struggle. Because the truth is that sometimes mommy and daddy, they want to help, but they cannot. Can you hear me what I'm saying, please? What I'm trying to say is that sometimes mommy and daddy, they want to help in the application. They cannot help. When you bring this to FAFSA and all this, we get even confused. Too much. But if you are part of the smaller subdivision, if I cannot help you, I may know somebody who can help you. I know somebody in our church. Some people are in our church. They interview high schoolers who are going to college. They represent their old schools. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Sister Ivana is one of them. She's really good with these things. Yeah. Formerly, Lady Pastor Kweli. Yeah. She interviews and approves. If she, her report, the school will take you or will not take you based on her report concerning the interview. So if you have somebody like that, your child is talking to somebody like that, all good things will come into the child's life. Am I saying something here? Yeah. And if we isolate ourselves, we will not get all this supply, support, visibility, and the power to do things. At the end of the day, our lives will not be beautified. That's the last point, right? The beauty is in the branches. The beauty. Bishop said that Sam Yona was one of the business tycoons in Africa, very, in the world. It's well known. You know, he wasn't attending our church until he went to one of the southern African countries and then he saw Lighthouse Branch. So, wow, this church has a branch here. Then this man, he knows something. In the next business meeting, they wanted people to come and speak. They invited, I think, Mercedes CEO and then Bishop Doug was part of the team who gave the speech. Hallelujah. He must because the beauty, the subdivision that brings the beauty, you, it can tell you what the person, wow, this person has things. Hallelujah. I have made him fair by the multitude of his what? Branch. Like us, Manhattan branch. God will make us fair. I said, God will make us fair by the multitude of our subdivisions. Hallelujah. Amen. Stars, 
the film stars, the praise and worship, the choir. When we come to the music department, they have different organizations. The, the praise and worship team, they are different from the, the choiristers. So that all the trees of eating that were in the garden of God envied, you will be envied in 2023. Yeah. I said you will be envied in 2023 yeah. because you are going to divide yourself, your profession, your finances into smaller subdivisions. Yeah. Why don't you put your hands together and let's... Wow. Can you please rise up onto your feet as we close? What a blessing. Take me deeper, deeper in love with you. Jesus, hold me close in your embrace. Take me the love yes, Lord. of the Father. Yes. Father, we don't want to see you as the Father who just provides, In the name but the Father who covers us. Yes. yes cover yes, yes. our defenseless heads. Yes, 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 yes. Cover our spiritual lives. Yes, 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 yes. Giving protection. In the name of Jesus. When we say that you are the sustainer, you are the sustainer of yes, everything, Lord. Lord. 
And Lord, you have given us under shepherds, mm. Bishop Dag. Thank you. And then when we go deeper, Thank you, that is when Father. we begin to hear his voice. In the name of His Jesus. voice is your voice that you are giving to us. Yes. He Lord. says that into in your word in the name in of Matthew. Jesus. That blessed is the one who comes in the name yes, Lord. of the Lord. And once the person is coming in the name of the Lord, receive the person who have received you. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We commit this church into your mighty hands. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we say that LIC, Lycos International Church, Manhattan Branch. Give us the grace to give us the, the smaller subdivision. Yes, Lord. You have revealed to us that it is that give us what the we need yes. for us to be beautified. Yes, Yes. For us to have our support, yes. to have the connections, yes, to have Lord. the supplies, even yes, the power to excel in this yes. difficult world. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless you. We bless your name. We honor you. We honor your Thank holy you, name. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And let the saints say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.